Welcome to the Strip Down Know Nothing Podcast, focusing on the bare naked ladies. That's right, whether they're old or new, from when I fall to give it back to you, mm. we're It's All Been Done, the podcast. I'll be the first to crucify him. It's my co-host, Evan. He thinks I only think about him when we're both in the same room. It's... My co-host, Saker. <laughs> that is true, though, correct? You are an I'd extreme narcissist, too. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm a, a solipsist. I'm beyond nops- narcissist. <laughs> oh, like, I, I don't think that anything exists outside of my own consciousness. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is that true? <laughs> You're all imaginary friends to me. <laughs> Do you think that, just out of curiosity, so about... So I made up a band called Bare Naked Ladies, <laughs> right. and then I made myself have a podcast about it. <laughs> to what To what end did you do any of this? Entertainment. <laughs> For Myself. the people that don't exist. You do love listening to, hey, doesn't that disprove, because you hear me every week when you listen to these podcasts. Right. So I, does... hear, I hear what you say that you're talking about, <laughs> that I say that I think you're talking about. <laughs> Boy, your, your web of lies gets only deeper. Um, uh, <laughs> you're looking around I... as if I've... Well, I'm trying to catch things, you know, like in the Matrix. Uh-huh. You think upon repeat viewing, there's going to be a lot of clues that are going to come out about how I was never here at all. That's right. You're really going to shamal on me. <laughs> out of this picture (laughs) listen what buddy yeah you're gonna hear from the commercial that we already recorded that i'm in a very Shyamalan mood right now okay (laughs) ev how you been this week bud i've been pretty good i'm not sick anymore that's a first i believe for the last i don't think i've ever not i don't know why i would imagine myself sick for so long (laughs) it doesn't make a lot of sense because i don't like it external factors can still like if a tree falls on you you didn't imagine that tree if you're a solipsist you, you're just like a brain floating in, uh, oh. you're like in a hollow deck essentially, that All you right. have total control of. You're a god. My apologies. Yeah. So okay. no tree would fall on me. Okay. Okay. And if it did, I'd just be like, reset. <laughs> Is this a real, a real uh, uh, school of philosophy? Uh, it's not really a school of philosophy. It's more like a thought experiment. Oh, I see. I mean, okay. you can believe you're a solipsist, but you're wrong. Because <laughs> okay. only one person can be a solipsist, right? And it's me. <laughs> That's true. I'm so glad I know you. You are the central figure in this entire universe. Everyone knows me. That's true. You can't can't exist outside of me knowing you. Jesus. So yeah, there, there are imaginary people out there who I haven't made up yet. This is dark and strange. Mm-hmm. This podcast about the Bernicke ladies took a very strange turn hey, in recent you, weeks. you follow this rabbit hole down. You want to pull back the curtain <laughs> of reality, man? I'm right here for you. It's all me all the way down. Why did you... Get rid of Stephen Page. That's my biggest question to oh, you uh, as a good question. Uh-huh. Is to make the sweet so so much more sweet. Ah, got to add a little bitter to the sweet. Khalil Gibran once said, "And to be honest, I can put him back anytime I want." Oh, that's true. We can make the PPE into the PPE mm-hmm. again. All that's right. why I named him the same. That's why I made you name them the same. <laughs> that's that is correct. Hey, hey, how much blood do you put in birds? Ev, let's talk about something else. Evan, I thank you, in fact, for making up our guest today you truly did a good job on this one he's a prolific actor and improviser appearing in kong skull island the good place and bajillion dollar properties he's got his own podcast about personal fitness called the dumbbells it's eugene cordero hi eugene how are you hey guys i'm great that was um insane that conversation <laughs> that's, by that's, the way that's how every episode of the Brandon and ladies cast starts i was just like this is this is dark and it i'm like 
what is what's happening? Listen, we've talked about Bernicke ladies for forty five episodes. Yes. We are so deep right. in our own uh, insane personal rabbit holes that yeah. it's called a guest ambush. That's where we have somebody on and then we yeah. do something just absolutely insane. <laughs> right? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, you guys did it. You guys did it right. Oh yeah, that was well done. We then. pulled yeah. it off. So Excellent. on a scale from one to ten, yeah. how scared of us are you? Right <laughs> this is what we asked I all of our I don't guests. know. I don't think I'm scared. I think I'm just confused a little oh, bit, right. but. In a good way. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, on a good way. On Fuck. a scale from yeah. peaches to cream, how confused are you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I think I'm like in a like a skim milk. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the most... From peaches to cream, I think skim milk is the exact middle ground. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're in a good place. Gr- we, can only, we can only go to cream from there. <laughs> so that's good. Not bad. Perfect. That's true. That's, you turn, wait, yeah. is cream more confused? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, no wait i thought is peaches one and then cream is ten or is, I, don't know. We f- I don't know well we fucked this interview up as hard as we could already have a nice job uh eugene thank you so much for being on that's why second doesn't usually let me talk oh, of course <laughs> um so t- uh, when i emailed you about being on the very good ladies podcast you emailed back enthusiastically as a fan of the ladies is that correct yeah yeah um i was a big well big yeah i think i was a a decent decently sized fan of the bare naked ladies physically or mentally what are we talking here Uh, physically physically i was also a chubby boy loving the chubby boys because they were like chubby boys they were yeah uh you know like they were chubby canadian boys (laughs) and um so uh but yeah i was like i got into them when i was in high school and college because my like um I was like, you know, in the theater program. Right. Like, but prior to this, I was like a big R and B, you know, like Jodeci and like Boys to Men. Dude. That's a big shift. And yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Know. But then, like, BTM you know, have in a the, lot of harmonies, a lot of good harmonies. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's true. They do. They really do. And like, yeah. And and Stephen Page's voice was like, oh, next level. You right. Know? Right. So he's dope. So I was like, oh, this guy's good. And like, I was, uh, you know, I got bigger into like kind of that you know, singer songwritery thing, yeah. uh, and, and band stuff. And they were funny. And I was like into, you know, obviously <laughs> things can, and that was at the time where like, I, and I'm talking like, um, like, uh, like born on the pirate ship for days. sure. Yeah. Like the, yeah. You know, like, and their live album one and stuff like that. So like, it was like height, like everybody loves Canadian comedy. Right. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Kids like, in the halls it was big like that. And yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> So it was like more Canadian comedy. So you're like, oh, cool, cool, cool. So I got into them then in high school and into college. And it was like, you know, kind of big in like the theater program when I was in high school and stuff. And then so uh, so they were, you know, so then I got I, I, I was a fan, but I was only a fan during almost like that time. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you, you dropped sense. out after the sort of so you never really got into stunt or anything like that or. I did. I did a little bit, but but not as much. Like, yeah. By the time they got to like, like one week was like jumping the shark for me. They, that's that's when they went from cream to strawberry. Sure. I love how. Do you know what I mean? Quick. Yeah. Born on a fire ships the previous albums. So you were just you dipped in and then dipped out. Yeah. Yeah, but I was in. Right. But I was in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I went to concerts. I went. You know, like you know. Um, you know, I was like, 
I, I thought it was funny that they would do like near far and stuff yeah. in concert, <laughs> yeah. like you know, like that kind of yeah. stuff. Right. I was like, oh, neat, <laughs> you know. Tyler's doing something, you know, like that kind of stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, and then and then I fell out, and then I, like, a couple of, I would I think last year or the year before I went to a, a concert in L.A., you know, without Stevie sure. Page, and mm-hmm. you know, and and they did some of the hits from before, and I was like, oh, I do like that, <laughs> but it didn't make me it didn't make me listen to them again, but I liked. What I used to like, sure. if that makes yeah, sense. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. Out of curiosity, why did you did you just go to the concert out of a sense of pure nostalgia? Like, I did. Yeah, like there was a bunch of people at UCB that are huge Bare Naked oh, Ladies okay. fans. Um, like, um, I don't know if you know who Sarah Claspell is. I don't know. Uh, but she's an improviser. She has like a Rent podcast right now, okay. and uh, she does like Asian AF, and uh, she's on a team at UCB. Anyways, she is a big bnl fan i was talking to her and i was like oh and i think they had like an extra ticket or i was also there with will hines will hines sure. was a big fan and so um I, I mean he's just a big music dude so i was just like you know what i'll go with these guys and i think i'll just kind of you know yeah. enjoy right it right right the way that i did and i did ish but i didn't <laughs> also you all your bases here yeah yeah <laughs> you know i got excited to hear um, uh, Ed uh, sing his songs, yeah. and then I heard like some of the old ones, and I mean some of the newer ones, and I was like, okay. Yeah. But I was, I was, I really missed that, you know, duo. Bittersweet, just how I like it. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it is a. I really did. It's a different universe now that that Stephen is gone. It's a lot poppier. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's there's a lot of trade off. I think, um, which is yeah, yeah. They're not they're not going for those notes. Yes. You know the way that he would. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah and, and and boy, I am excited to get to those albums. We are jazz. I am. Too. I am jazz. I, okay, you're jazz. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I'm never Good gonna deal. let you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, they're definitely a, a a different beast now. Do you think? Yeah. Were, when you were in theater, were there a lot of theater kids? Because I, I feel like I see a lot of crossover between like theater kids, actors and bare naked ladies is was that sort of a a a common thread i think so i mean i i wonder if it is a little bit of like uh people that were into um like theater and comedy right. like 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 the the theater kids that were like drawn to comedy more. yeah i think we're also bare naked ladies fans yeah yeah i could see because like they yeah you know because they had like a Definitely like, you know, the jokey stuff, but then they were also good at the serious stuff, you know, which if you're a theater kid, that's what you want to be, you know? (laughs) And they're, I mean, they're all about improv. They're like, they're the world's strangest hero team. Like, yeah, basically. They really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. All right. That's interesting. Um, Yeah. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. Cause I think we've had a lot of comedians on here. So Mm -hmm. you're right. It makes sense. The theater, the the theater kids who are into comedy, you're right. Uh, Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Yeah. That's cool. Uh, Did you have a favorite Bernicke Lady song then from like Born on a Pirate Ship? Um, I, what was my favorite song? I mean, I, I liked, I, I, I like all of the right. songs from like that Gordon album. Oh, like the for first, sure. Like, Gordon's great. First, that first yeah. album, you know, like I will, you know, I would, uh, is it, is it just called apples or these, these apples? apples? Yeah. These apples. Great. Um, 
Um, <laughs> Evan is making a horrible what? face at you. We definitely disagreed over that song, but I agree with you, Eugene. Oh, really? It's a good song. <laughs> it's a good song in the sense of like getting into it then. Yeah. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? No. Like for the time. Absolutely. I was like, I bet you if I listened to it now, I mean, it'd like, you know, it would hold up like, um, it would hold up like um, Ace Ventura. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yes, exactly. Where there's like, there's moments of it where you're like, oh my God, this is great. This is a funny <laughs> lyric. And then you're like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Yeah, so you're like, <laughs> or I, it's one of those things you watch yeah. alone in your house with lights yeah. off and no one around. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. And also like, so. you, you're not allowed to agree with the end. And I don't, you know, like <laughs> yeah. as far as, oh, yeah. you know what I mean? So these apples yeah. is a headphone song. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that is not yeah. a blast out at a party. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah, I I I also like their um I'm big into their like uh what is that called where they like it's not the it's not the like uh chorus. It's like that little you the know bridge? like when they switch or it up. The the, yeah, their bridge. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Their their bridges are very They're cool. great. And that's always where yeah. they introduce like the big harmony like mm-hmm. sections. Yes. Yeah, they're fantastic yeah. in that respect. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Which is I think on these apples there's a good one on I, it, if I think I back to it. Believe yeah. so. You're probably you know what? It's all we listen to these songs Calling fifty times. I love catching fire. I want to be consumed. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that is a great bridge. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah, I yeah. would say that bridge, in my opinion, is better than the rest of the song. <laughs> I you know, and that might be why I'm thinking of that song. Yeah. I think I like when you asked me if, uh, what song I liked. I think I was just singing the bridge and then going like, "Wait, what was the chorus?" <laughs> right. Yeah, no. To that I song, would, I will say that I have a I have really come to hate these apples because for some reason it was on my shuffle for a long time and I couldn't get rid of it. Like I kept like going into my like iPod deleting. and trying and deleting it, but like it had like, it had been put in multiple folders. So okay. like it kept, sh- it kept showing up on my mix. And I'm like, God damn it. These apples again. Like, yeah. Yeah. And unlike Saker, I, I curate think... my mix. <laughs> nah, dude. That was on your shuffle, your iPod shuffle. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Unfortunately. yeah. Was that, well, I think the I I think the iPod Shuffle had like a couple of bare naked ladies. <laughs> it just came preloaded. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. They're hard wired. It's like the, the that YouTube you could, album. Yeah. yeah, they just preloaded. Like yeah. people are gonna want this. They they preloaded that in one week, yeah. and you're like, this Sorry, is, man, I can't take it. This off. is how they started. The circuits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. I can't remember some of the other hits. Born on a pirate ship. Yeah, I'm born on a pirate ship of. had some weird. It had like uh like the the old apartment and um, yeah. Jay or was no Jane was on uh, Jane was on maybe she drive it had a uh, straw hat oh. straw hat straw hat and dirty old hang oh, right. and shoebox and stuff like that but shoebox yeah that was yeah. Yeah, yeah those are all those are all good old ones. dirty hang. um Jane is great too yeah but that live album oh my god that they did it was is like one of the best like you know the hits it's, the hits of them. And also doing it live, you like felt like you know you were yeah. there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. You know. And that's uh, that actually got them a lot of traction in the U.S. We should have at least talked about that, Ev. Now that I'm thinking about it, because we jumped right from Born on a Pirate Ship to Stunt and didn't talk about Rock Specto. Fuck it. Never mind. Oh yeah. Bad. Too late. <laughs> Too late. Uh, all right, yeah, Eugene. Yeah, yeah. One more question for you: The Dumbbells, your podcast about fitness. Do you have what mm-hmm. are your workout jams? Bareneck ladies or not, but I want to know like one workout jam that people would not expect. Like a weirdo. Is there a song that you listen to when you work out that is kind of like a not a pump up song? I um I here's what's very strange. Like I mentioned that I'm into like uh like 90s R&B. Right. 
like Jodeci and and like Shy and Boys yeah. to Men. I listen to that when I'm when I lift <laughs> like heavy. Oh, so like, I'll make love to you, and you're just like looking at yourself. <laughs> yeah, in the yeah, mirror, yeah. Pumping yeah. some. Pumping I, some heavy. I, well, not I'll make love to you. That's that's one that yeah. I mean, I should. I truly. I, I'd feel really good about yeah, myself. Yeah, just like you making the kissy motions I, in the mirror. Perfect. I do. I do. Yeah, it's it's weird. It gets foggy. <laughs> it gets real foggy in the gym. Um, I do. I listen to those slower songs when I'm like supposed to take my time, and I think that that's kind of weird because people still listen to like you know, not not jock jams, but jock jams. You know right. what I mean? Like people listen to like their Rage Against the Machines. Yeah. During that, and you know, and I'm listening to like you know. So, like, yeah, yeah, I'm listening to Unbended. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love that stuff. Well, you are supposed to. You're not supposed to do quick reps. You're supposed to kind of like, yeah. yeah. So you're right. Yeah. Those those cool off songs. That's smart. Smart move. Smart move. <laughs> right, but I think it does sound weird if like I'm doing it and somebody asks me a question and I pull my headphone off and all of a sudden it's like, you know, I'm trying to swoon yes, them. Exactly. So. That's great. Okay, well, hey, Eugene, let's get into this week's song. So, this week's song is called Call and Answer. If you've never heard it before, here is a quick sample. Eugene, uh, you did you have you ever heard this song before today? Yes. Okay, you have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Has it been? Was it a while since you've heard it? It has been a while. Yeah. So coming yeah. Um, back to it, then, what did you think of it? What was your your thought process uh, listening to it? Um, it a couple of things. Yeah. Like what we were saying before that uh, I miss Stephen Page on the team. Yeah, for sure. Um, but then also it was like, where was everybody else in that song? Exactly. This one is so weird because he's harmonizing with himself. I really, I really yeah. actually liked the loop vocals. Like, Did you? Yeah, I thought it was it was an interesting change of pace for me. You think I only think about you. I mean, I think it was a great song, but it didn't seem like it, it seemed like was this like their way of showing that he was going to leave? Was that, <laughs> well, this that's was a pretty good foreshadowing. That would be amazing foreshadowing. This was long before his uh, his think, his departure, though. So it's very. Oh, it was. Yeah, I mean, it, like, it doesn't it didn't make sense. The loop vocals didn't make sense to me from a structural standpoint because it's a song about a relationship and something like there's a call and answer verse. Right. But it's just him singing to himself. Right. So that didn't like right. I didn't like that. But like the actual Stephen Page singing with himself, I just thought it was interesting. It, it is interesting, but it's. I don't know. I, I I feel like the whole the whole structure of this song is meant for like more than one person, right? Well, unless yeah. he's like in a conversation yeah. with himself. Well, oh, so you're saying there's some diegetic element of just like he's talking to himself. This whole relationship. Yeah, he's is. like he's like othered some part of his personality. Like God, he, you fuck up. You just you fuck up everything. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let you back into my life. Like we can be like our, like be ourselves again. But like 
Yeah. Come on, man. Stop <laughs> fucking up. Just stop fucking up. It's like one of the things where you're like hitting yourself on the head. Like, just stop fucking up, dude. It's <laughs> an interesting Like I'm in take. a new relationship. I'm so excited about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Although the woman that. in the video did not look like she was very happy about anything that was going on. But we'll get into that First later. First of all, you... You got yeah you oh we're not talking about the video oh you can yeah, do it yeah, right I'm now about okay. the video. Yeah. <laughs> all right you so you sent me the link to the video because I don't think I've ever seen the video <laughs> well that's a surprise now, and um and first was this song in Ed TV or yes, something yes this song was I'm amazed that you recognize the the video that was playing but yes yeah. it is in Ed TV. I had to Google that I'm like <laughs> Matthew McConaughey Jenna Elfman <laughs> yeah. yeah and I'm like oh, oh no Ed TV. immediately when yeah. yeah I was like is this Ed TV <laughs> and then I was just like wow and then like my um you know my theory that this began the breakup was first of all there was multiple of him right of Stephen and then the only time they showed Ed, he they they open a garage and he's in it. <laughs> yes. All the members, the other members are just like milling around this fucked up neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. I want you like, and there's only one close up on uh, Jim. Uh-huh. And it's so disconcerting. Like his uh, 219, cue it up if you're listening. If, you, if you're near a computer, <laughs> listeners, cue up. It's like 218, 219. Jim just like, he like walks by, looks at the camera and just as like a nod. But it's like the creepy. Yeah. It's very strange. Yeah. He's a ghost in it, I think. Yeah. I think he's a ghost. I like and that. And then there's in the it's a world of multiple Stephen Page. So, I'm going to be honest, yeah, this wasn't a very good video, but it was the most coherent BNL video to date. That's exactly what I was going to say. And Eugene, you may not have the context for, for all these, but this was probably the best video I think that they've oh, done. Oh, really? Or, yeah. I don't think I've ever like, seen a video of theirs. <laughs> well, you're, you're not hurting up to this point. So like, yeah. like, hey, the other video, I enjoyed videos more. Like I enjoyed one week. It did, was an insane. It was like, did a, you? it was a steaming like pile of explosions, <laughs> okay. but like, it wasn't a bad video. <laughs> okay. And like, it was just weird. Like, it's all the videos have been weird. weird and sort of disjointed, but this one has like a coherent through line, which confused me. It, is it coherent? Because, yeah. you know, you came back here to rebuild, and then the girl is like rolling her, her eyes. eyes. <laughs> and then at the end of the video, he just walks the fuck away. Yeah. Like, he doesn't even acknowledge her. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but it, I think you're right. I think it's the first high concept BNL video that succeeds mm-hmm. on some sort of. It's not cringy or silly. It's Although just those weird. digital close-ups where they're like, they're doing. It's not like a rack focus, but like they just like they're yeah they're distant from from his face, yeah. and then they get real close, yeah. real suddenly, <laughs> and it's all done digitally, and it's just so disconcerting. It's right. like those uh, the, the people like the when the movies are cut for TV and they do those like pans sure they're digital pans so they're not yeah. made for the movie yeah yeah it's the pan and scan it's ah the that's the one scan. yeah it felt like that to yeah. Me. yeah 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 i don't know i just didn't and then i also realized that i don't like watching stephen page sing you know what? i don't like watching it <laughs> he's good i like i don't like i don't like seeing it that close <laughs> it's disconcerting and how his, the way his mouth moves is that was not. that wasn't interesting and dare I say it, bold choice to close up on like like, Stephen Page's mouth for so much of it. And it was like really shaky. I'm like, okay, so I get it. During this video, he really sang the song. But like, I don't need, uh, you know, like, I don't know. I guess he's like good in the context of the band. Like when the band's around him and playing, but like when you get like him alone, like in a, it wasn't Jane, but it was, what was the one where he was in like a lounge, he was in a lounge singer sort of thing? Oh, that was uh, What a Good Boy? What a Good Boy. Yeah. God, like. Well, this, oh, that's a great song. It, it's a great, it song. Is a great song. The video yeah. is yeah. 
real uncomfortable. This, this, this video <laughs> reminded me, uh, on the One Week episode, we talked with Justin about the video for Thanks, That Was Fun. Uh-huh. And this, his lip move, like, closing up on his lips, like, really showing us yeah. what he's saying, reminded me, like, are they CGing his lips? Is this some weird well, bit just, where I mean, they're like... It's, you really don't want to watch people singing. No. Like, it's they're like watching, yeah. like, on stage, yeah. surrounded by a band, or, like, from, like, a distance. You don't want to, like, no, close up on someone's face yes. while they're singing. Like, I agree. Not, right. not great. Also, Although, they did a really good duet of this, like, her, him and Alanis Morissette. Yes. On the, um, yeah. Live. Yeah. What's it, During what's the Unnatural Tour. Unnatural Tour, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so really good. It's a pretty good one. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he... Wait, who did, who did it? Oh, it, Stephen Page and, and... Alanis Morissette, and, yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, because yeah, they toured together in, like, 2002 or three mm-hmm. or something. Oh. And there's some interesting YouTube videos of, of some songs from that tour. But, yeah, this is the song they would do together every night. And it's really it's it's really good. Yeah, they did a good yeah, job. Yeah, because the song works really well as a call and answer yeah, song. Yeah, it's a two-person song. <laughs> <laughs> I'll point you home. as neo in the video <laughs> like he really is they're all yeah, dressed yeah, as neo yeah. Yeah, it's just so fucking weird so, okay my question for both of you i'm throwing this out would you pick up what stephen page in the video is throwing down say you guys just got out of a relationship with stephen page <laughs> and you're willing to give another shot he shows up dressed like neo he's like welcome to my mirror world uh-huh. is this something you're interested in i think it depends i think it depends on wh- when it what if i think if it was during that time no <laughs> and and then if it was now no but for somebody <laughs> at that time maybe. maybe yeah i mean this is i i hate that i mean at this point we're talking about judgment calls uh i yeah. mean especially to me like physically and like Stephen page looks pale and sweaty and <laughs> <laughs> caught, like he's cosplaying the matrix hey, in this but video you get, you get a big yeah. house you get a, a <laughs> glass slug sure you get sure. to watch ed tv yeah. you get a car you get a yeah. you get a volkswagen <laughs> that's fair okay and you know right. everybody on the block because they're the same five people <laughs> this is true um, that's true i don't know yeah i i don't i don't think i'm into it i gotta say that's fair yeah okay how about you have choice you know um you're really thinking that you're well, yeah, chewing like, on this do I wanna, one. Like it's, it was like a meta commentary on sort of like suburban life where uh-huh. like they put up these big housing. And I think it's more common, like it's more of a comment now because we're seeing these huge housing developments go up that are all basically the same. Yeah, for sure. So sure. I'm, would I want to live there? Not particularly, but would I take it? Yes. I love that you view the relationships through the lens of what else will I get? If I yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I already like that you're talking about moving in yeah. rather than your relationship with Stephen Page. Right. He's, he's, well, he's showing here's my, Patricia. Here's my thing. Like, I know Stephen Page pretty well, and I know this relationship <laughs> isn't going to last. My question is, do I get to keep the house? Oh, so got it. Do I get yeah. the, if I get with him and then divorce him real fast, how much of his assets? Well, no, he's going he's gonna to burn got himself it. eventually. Sure. Like, okay. I've, I've listened to enough of his songs to know that he's just like... <laughs> he's going to burn this relationship yeah, He's got an appetite for destruction. This is true, yes. Although, not in this song. Yeah, this is one of the first songs where it's a shitty 
girlfriend song or instead a of a shitty boyfriend song. Yeah. yeah, which is great. A shitty partner song. Yes. You're right. But yeah, I don't think the narrator has specifically done anything wrong I mean, here. unless he's an untrustworthy narrator, but I'm not going to assume that. Yes. Like, yeah. But she definitely sounds like not a great person to be in a relationship yeah. with. Yeah, Steve's our hero here. Yeah, the message is that I'll forgive you, just don't do it again, which is like crazy for him. Yeah, well, I don't want you to show that you've come back here with like good intentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you're not a bad faith actor. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 pretty. But there are some, there are some lines that I don't get. So if you court this disaster, I'll point you home. Pick you up. And if you court this I'll point you home. Number one, how do you? What does it mean to court a disaster? So, for is that a is that a Canadian phrase? <laughs> Very well, it could be. be. Yeah, I feel like he's framing the relationship as a disaster. He's saying like we're not good for each other, but I want to make this work. But you court a person. You don't court a situation, do you? If you're, if you're, I mean, if you're sort of. Uh, like courting your own demise if you're you know if if you are oh yeah like if you're into like just like every aspect of that relationship that even like the bad part you're like oh i'm like living in it okay i, I just feel yeah. so real to me <laughs> yeah it's a very yeah again we have this like young couple like where they just yeah. want to feel feelings real hard yes i yeah. kind of feel like this is almost a coda for one week <laughs> how so because they're like in a rough relationship <laughs> Okay, and so then they're coming back together. A coda to 90% of Brannick and Lady songs. They're in a rough relationship coming back together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. all right, fair enough. I just want to listen to this every time after every song going forward where they're in a bad relationship. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and let's not say Brannick and Lady songs. Let's say Stephen Page songs. Stephen Page songs, you're right. Let's, let's call it what it is. But then, right. But then also, I'll point you home. What the fuck does that... So is that reconciliation or is he pointing to her towards being a better person? Or is he... Like, is he wants to be with her, right? I don't know. Message got confused there for me. Where the, Where is he pointing her? I thought... Oh, they're home. oh yeah they're home. if if you court this disaster i'll point you home meaning like i'll tell you where you i go home leave me alone, <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> i love that interpretation if you're okay yeah. with this then get the fuck out of my house yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i mean it, then i'll point you to your old house yeah. to your house with your family yes, yeah exactly yeah it could be it could be either either or he could be continuing the theme where he's saying like if you want to tr- give this a try even though it's a disaster come on and live with me or he could be saying he could be warning her yeah saying hey oh right like yeah i'll pick you up i'll answer if you call but if you're coming here to cause shit get the fuck out yeah yeah <laughs> oh yeah okay. that makes sense I, see that. I like that i like that version of it good call good call out yeah yeah because i mean this partner does not sound like a good person yeah right uh, let's so let's let's dive a little deeper into the lyrics i had another question about the i think the bridge is great I, it's soaring it's epic it's cool but those crazy messed up things that you do is the most first draft lyric i've ever heard yeah it with saker i listen no one asked me to write this song ev but if i had to replace it i would say that i would be specific right yeah. is it is it narrative in the whole in the heart of specificity the time you took a shit in my car <laughs> exactly yeah. be very specific get blue with it if you need to but i don't know eugene what did you think about it uh, the lyrics to this song i mean he i feel like 
there's some times where, yes, Stephen Page takes like a very, like first draft <laughs> version of things, because he knows that his voice sounds good. Yes, singing it, that it's like for him sometimes it's like the idea is what's good. And then the execution's what's good, but like the lyrics don't have to like you get sure, it. Sure, this secondary. whole song is, yeah, this whole song is about a bad relationship, so you get it. <laughs> so here's my voice, and I'm gonna sing it again. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. But again, it's on theme. Like it's not like he's saying like, "I got a magic heart in my wall." Like he's just like <laughs> like some weird rap break. Yeah, yeah. Like, he's not. He, they're not. It's all pointing in the same direction you're right yeah and i don't think anybody's arguing for that but the it's time very... i woke up covered in poo that's what i would actually <laughs> it's do. very first draft last draft like the, yeah. the lyrics just feel i think you're too hard uh, on them although i will give him props for a game of who loves more than whom <laughs> we're here to play a game of who loves more Like, hell yeah, Steve. Good job there. Excellent grammar. Yeah, well well done with the, uh, yeah, making sure your grammar's correct. <laughs> right. Well, Saker is a fundam- grammar fundamentalist. <laughs> I am. I'm very upset <laughs> when people are shitty. Um, yeah, <laughs> with their grammar. There's a lot of people on the YouTube comments who are commenting that, like, this is, this is me and my boyfriend's song. Which I found fucking hilarious every time somebody was writing that. Call and answer, yeah. Yes. Well, it's such a bad relationship. No, song. I could see. I mean, there are bad points to it, but I could see this appealing to a certain type of person who is like, I personally, not me, but like somebody who is in a committed relationship and is like and believes in the relationship and is like, yeah, our relationship can weather a lot of storms, right? Sort of thing. So even though you fucked me over, even though you made me hurt, like if you, if you call, I'll still be there for you. That's so bad. I mean, yes, it depends on the relationship. Again, it's all about context. Yeah. Yeah. I suppose so. I don't know. It was also, it it was also like the mid (laughs) nineties. So it was like what, you know, like, the idea of healthy relationship, I feel like, was different, yeah, that's, which is yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah, therapy wasn't as as yeah. normalized as it is now, and yeah, yeah, where people will go like, no, 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 this song, Stephen, this is bad. <laughs> right. Yeah, they're just like, no, you don't have to deal with that. Right. That's just a bad <laughs> you deserve, couple. You deserve better. You deserve. Better. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because well, the the partner in here sounds like. I mean. I don't want to like armchair diagnose, but they sound like they might have some sort of mental issue. Why, really? What do like, you mean? Like it, narcissism at the very least. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Maybe like even like a borderline personality disorder, or maybe they're just an asshole. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't know. We, truly, because we don't know those crazy messed up yeah, things that yeah. they do. <laughs> right. If we yeah. Had a little it's more. too vague. Yes, exactly. Um, Saker wants uh, in the in the notes. You should add footnotes. Uh-huh. So it'll be like crazy messed up things you could do, and then a tiny little subscript, superscript one, one. and then there's like <laughs> yes. two or three paragraphs exactly. listing. Because you know when you write relationship notes, when you're writing to your partner about something that they've upset you about, you should be as specific as possible. Okay, Spec- are relationship notes a thing? Well, it depends what kind of relationship you're in. Okay, like, I, I whenever my partner and I get into a fight, we often write each other letters because it's a lot easier to organize your thoughts, and you're sure. less you're less sort of emotional. So it gives you time to like sure. you finish the draft, read it over, and you're like, ooh, that sounded real rough. <laughs> like, and then you go over. It. So it it actually helps us to do it that way and it works for us i'm not saying it's gonna work for everybody wow like okay. writing, writing stuff is, is the way we've dealt with a lot of our problems the next time i get into a fight with my wife i'm just going to print out the lyrics to call and answer and leave them 
knowing your wife, that's going to end poorly for you. Yes, it will. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, instrumentally, I think this one is pretty great. I think there's a great intense build during oh, yeah. that second verse. Like, I really liked like the ethereal guitar in the second half, where yeah. it's just like somebody kind of like, yeah. Wow, wow, <laughs> like, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's very quiet and very, very like this is a subdued song for mm-hmm. being like a six-minute song. You'd expect it to like drive somewhere. No, we don't have to do that. No, not at all. I think this is because you've talked about before about the album format and how you can feel free to kind of branch and experiment Mm -hmm. and reach a little bit. And this one is like, I think the first experiment that actually works. I think before they were free to do whatever the fuck they wanted. If they wanted to get Jim to sing about, you know, spider in my room, some garbage shit. Hey. Oh man. (laughs) What a horrible. Thank you, Eugene. Your opinion is so valued here. I appreciate it. Hey, I'm just not a fan of that. Yeah, <laughs> but but like this is check the, it. This is the first check, experiment. Check that spider that that actually pops off. I think we've got six and a half minutes of this kind of ambling, ethereal guitar noise for like mm-hmm. a minute and a half. Well, it doesn't really cut until like halfway through almost. Oh uh, yeah, and, and, and I feel like that's is that Kevin on the guitar? Yes, it is. Yeah. Kevin plays the electric guitar in this mm-hmm. song, which is pretty weird. Um, well, I can definitely tell the difference between him and like Ed playing because he plays it sadly. <laughs> Although he's the he's the he was the keyboardist. Yes, right? he was. It yeah. is still the yeah. keyboardist. Yeah, yeah. It and he's kind of yeah. taken over live a lot of Steve's parts. Whenever there's harmonies, he'll mm-hmm. sing with Ed on like "If I Had a Million Dollars" and stuff too. And he's, so. I mean, he's a musician. Oh, okay. Like, like he has his own band, and he's a musician sort of in his own right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, mean, they're I, all musicians in their own. Right. Yeah. But I mean, he's like, he's got a side project that is. Act- I mean, what? Well, so does Andy. Never mind. And and Jim. So speaking of Andy, like that piano noodling after the chorus. <laughs> It was like Andy was back among us. Yes, it feels a lot like Gordon. Yeah, Yeah. it made me really happy to just like hear that. It was nostalgia for (laughs) a year ago when we were in the Gordon territory and I was still bright-eyed and (laughs) bushy-tailed. <laughs> yeah, I agree. That was pretty cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. There's, there's, uh, I, I don't know. That rebuild at the end, like, it's like the opposite of intensification. Like, the song does intensify, but it also becomes like more, the rebuild becomes more gentle, and then it's like a moan, and then it's like a howl. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's also another one of like, yeah, where it's like, it's fun. Listening to this song again, I'm like, oh, I'm when it started, I was like, oh, I miss um, Stephen Page and I miss that kind of bare naked ladies. And then by the end, six minutes and change later. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like, okay, that's enough. That's enough. Like I've heard enough. Well, because it's just like, how many times are you going to say rebuild? We get it. Uh, Like say it uh, nine times. Did he say it nine times? He says, he He says says it 10 10 times times at the end. Yeah. Yeah. That's too much. Yeah. (laughs) But how would you know that he's serious about it? Eugene, if he didn't say it 10 times, I'm going to be honest. Well, listen, I saw his mouth quiver early enough (laughs) that I know that he's serious. Right. He does do that little lip quiver when you're close up on him. He did that in the yeah. um, What a Good Boy saw video did too. He? It, yeah, just 
Make, it made him look real creepy there, but here it just looks makes him look sort of poignant. Yeah, maudlin. Yeah. But yeah. When I first heard the song back in the day, when I was listening to it, I I had a Mondegreen on that. I thought he was saying reveal, not oh. rebelled. And, and how did that change the song for you? It didn't you? because okay. I wasn't I wasn't like going through these songs like line by fucking line. I was just <laughs> listening to the goddamn song like they were meant to be listened to. Right, right, right. Um, yeah. We're the villains here, Sager. <laughs> Wait a minute. So when you heard that, you thought it was reveal? Yeah, I thought it was reveal, but it didn't really bother. All me. ten times. <laughs> All ten times. Every you single. You heard it ten times, it. and you didn't think of any other word. No, no. I just uh, it gives you I, I just, plenty of time to like figure it out. That's right. I know. <laughs> yeah, they really. He uh, says it slow. He says it higher. If you didn't, you like if you're not used to it in this yeah. cadence, he did it in that cadence. Oh yeah. yeah. They knew yeah. you would mishear it, so he was like, "Rebuild, yeah. rebuild, Evan, rebuild." Yeah. And he did say my name. I think he says Evan <laughs> yeah, in it yeah. too. He whispers it under his breath. I. This was a song for me. It's weird because I heard Saker. Yeah. How strange! Yeah. <laughs> what a weird personal. It's like a Yanni Laurel situation. But, yeah. There, uh, <laughs> There's a long ass outro. Yeah, from 4:35 to 5:48, it's just like Kevin's like delightful sweet piano and like just like there's like nothing going on, but it's kind of cool. If this were the last track on the album, I think that would be kind of cool and interesting. No outtakes, buddy. No. <laughs> boing boing boing. <laughs> All right, I fair my, enough. I need my Gordon outtakes. They haven't given it to me since Gordon. I know, it's true, and they never will again. <laughs> Surprise. Yeah, that's probably okay. Yeah. Um I think I, from my research which is not a lot. Again, this is the stripped down, no nothing, bare naked ladies podcast. Sure. I think this is the last song that Stephen Page sang live with the bare naked ladies. Hmm. Which is cr- there's a video of it online of him singing this song wow. at, on the Ships and Dip tour, which That's is kind nice. of like a, a perfect goodbye song, right? I mean, you mentioned what year it earlier, was that? Eugene. What was, yeah? What was the year I, that I they was that they broke up? Two thousand and nine. Or that he left. Yeah. Two thousand nine. Uh-huh. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, so so that was uh, uh, definitely, yeah, Departure of Page, February 24th, 2009. Oh, 2019 is their breakup wow. anniversary. Like, uh, when's uh, their breakup break anniversary? anniversary yeah. We should do a special show. <laughs> <We> should, yes, <laughs> that would be fun. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I think this is a cool a cool song to go out on. Um, Eugene, I think Hanukkah Blessings. Hanukkah Blessings should have been, been their last song. song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eugene, did anything else stand out to you about this song, like musically or lyrically or anything, really? Um... I mean, like, I don't, I don't know if anything stood out other than you know his voice being great, sure, and um, and it being just kind of, I, I mean, hearing it again and not really listening to the Bare Naked Ladies, it did kind of make me feel like their stuff for a while felt kind of. Like whenever Stephen Page would sing it, it would, even though I loved his voice, that it would kind of sound similar. Sure. And, um, you know, like that he definitely had his own style and how he wanted to sound and how he wanted to sing. Um, that wasn't that didn't seem or maybe this song just didn't seem as playful as like, you know, some of the stuff that I like from that. Right. Yeah. Or as witty. It didn't feel as witty. it's definitely not a, a comedic song at mm-hmm. all. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. So, you know, especially coming from such a comedy powerhouse of of Ed TV, <laughs> like you would assume that they would go pretty hot on this. Sure. And they did it. Can I, you know, can I read you my favorite line? They from made the... like a they, they like this song got uh, grabbed for both the Truman Show and Ed TV. But they were oh. like, what should we go with? What should you go with? And they're like, Stephen Page yeah. is like biting his nails. And Ed's like, uh, Ed TV, obviously. <laughs> yeah, Ed has. To. Yeah, he's been yeah, eating sure. that yeah. for years, I bet. I, I actually I dug a little deep into the Ed TV Wikipedia. Oh, so there's an Ed TV Wikipedia. I couldn't, I couldn't not the actual Wikipedia entry for oh, Ed TV. Okay. The, there, and I was reading the plot. There's a line that says, 
They are about to have sex, but then Ed falls off the table and squishes Jill's cat. Ed never sees Jill again. <laughs> like, this yeah. is a very, very terrifying line from that Wikipedia entry. Like, she Whoa. disappears. But, uh, yeah. So, I, I, yeah, I agree with you. None it's not playful. It's not again. fun. I feel like on this whole album, like, they, they were, again, doing some transitioning into trying to be a more serious band. But then we have shit like One right. Week, too, I mean, which is... Maybe You Should Drive was that. And then they went back to being silly again. Like, I feel like this is just... They're just... They're musical. Not, I didn't say you call them musical chameleons anymore because yeah. they're not. They're not experimenting with too many different things. And when they do, they get shit on by assholes like Saker. Excuse me. <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I don't mind it. I like this song. Yeah, in fact, I think this just. I mean, yeah, I like this song quite a bit too. Maybe we should get to. Her. Wait, what's? Oh, go ahead. What is this? What's this album again? This is that this stunt. Is from? This is the one with like one week and it's all been done yeah. and. Uh, right. Yeah. So yeah, and it's it was kind of like their breakout U.S. album. Leave. Right. Yeah. 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 So. I remember liking this song when it came out, um, and I I feel like I was kind of into this m- moments of this album. I never liked One Week though. Oh really? Oh interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're the, you're the second person to come and tell us that, which is not surprising. I think it was overplayed. Probably that pissed a lot of people off. Yeah, yeah. I think that might have done it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. And also the way that um, it starts is, <laughs> you know, it's just, it's just like too, it's just too much. Somebody <laughs> once told yeah, me it right. was a little. That yeah, yeah, exactly. Opening, yeah. I mean, it was during that time where that's how songs started, you know, like in that same kind of smash mouthy thing. Yeah. But, you know, I guess I, I, I just did it. It just didn't speak to me the same way that, you know, their older albums did. But. I thought you were going to say it didn't speak to you in the same way Smash it's Mouth no, did. It's no. Hello oh, no. City. Well, nobody speaks to me like Smash Mouth does. They make, so true. they've made fantastic choices with their music yes, they have. and with what you know what's what movies they <laughs> incorporate their music hey with. to be honest they kind of did like they yeah. killed it shrek better than ed tv gotta yeah. say Man, way better yeah <laughs> we actually shot saw smash, smash mouth at concert a couple years ago and that was a delightful live show it was yeah. very weird but it yeah, was a it was lot a, of fun it was disturbing but like <laughs> sure was, yeah <laughs> It was a surprisingly good show. Yeah. Our, our, I think the bar was so low for entry that we yeah, really, we were really true. surprised and delighted. <laughs> that's true. Um, have you guys seen a Bare Naked Ladies without yeah, uh, Stephen? We have. In we just went. Uh, we went last year, and then we also saw Stephen Page solo in concert. Well, with his trio last year. And uh, we, now, does he do any of the old B and L songs? He, he did one from each album, which I thought was really cool. Huh. What did he do? Uh, he wanted it was his. This tour was the bummer tour, so he did all of the like saddest, the one saddest song from each album. <laughs> so he did. Got it. Uh, what, what what song did he do from Stunt? I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah, but he did uh, like I'm trying to. Uh, 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 I live with it every day from um, mm-hmm. uh, Born on a Pirate Ship. He did. Mm-hmm. Do you remember any other ones, Ev? Yeah. Listeners, you can go back and listen to our Stephen Page concert special episode. Oh, God. <laughs> but cool. I, I can't. We've erased it all from our memories at this point. But it was it was yeah. powder blue, which powder you blue. hate so much. And he uh, just fucking loves his pool. Yeah, it's a it's a B side from their next their album Maroon, which is real strange. Uh, but he he mostly oh. did his own solo stuff, which uh, yeah. it was it was also okay. a very good concert. Yeah. Yeah. Solo stuff's pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's, I guess, let's get to rating. Oh, do you have, oh, you're, yes, go ahead, Evan. You always have your read, the Apocalypse read. Go yeah. ahead. How as, is this song like the Apocalypse? As everyone knows, uh-huh. Stunt, the <laughs> album, is about apocalypses. Sure. 
this apocalypse is uh, more of an eschatological Armageddon. I'm, talking, I'm thinking like <laughs> Come on. scorpions with the faces Come of men, on. sentient razor blades, all that stuff, fire and blood, lakes of fire and blood, sort of like a left behind situation. Okay. But if it were written not by like a Christian fundamentalist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, but rather <laughs> someone with a more Unitarian agenda. So like the people who are left behind, like almost everyone gets left behind, but the only thing standing between them is the fact, and these are all very religious people. So we're saying like Christians, Muslims, you know, Buddhists, all that stuff is where is their uh, inability to accept variations in dogma between their various uh, faiths. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Eugene, if so you're confused all right that, now, basically, I am also. basically a lot of religions have the same core values, okay. right? Okay. So they've gotten away from that. So, so I understand how does that relate to call and answer? Well, they're this is them talking to each other, right? So okay. because they're all they're all springing from the same they're all monotheistic, they're all springing from the same sort of source. Uh-huh. Uh, so they're realizing that and they're saying like, "Okay, I'll accept you back in because I know we share a similar a similar core 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 faith." Uh-huh. Right? And uh, so they're, if you call, I'll answer because all of us, you know, the, all of our religions preach uh, humility and acceptance. Uh-huh. But if you keep doing those crazy messed up things you can, you do like your fundamental okay. shit, your fundamentalist shit, then that's not okay. Okay. So as long as we can recognize that all of us share sort of similar values. Okay. And then at the end, they get raptured and they can rebuild the kingdom of heaven (laughs) okay so i promise i'll be the first to crucify you takes on an entirely different exactly context here i was hoping you'd bring that up okay so who are we because that's i agree i agree (laughs) thank you Eugene. this is all correct this is all correct to me the new canon explanation i I like the theory i like the theory perfect ev I admire you're stretching for these post-apocalyptics, but I think that's a perfect. I one don't think for it this. was a stretch. This one's a good one. I just don't want. I gotta the, say, this I don't want to be good. the same one over and over again. <laughs> that's true. You're right. Yeah, like, yeah. This is Mad Max again. Yeah, it's also Mad Max. Oh sure, but so this disaster in this context, the the very lightly named this disaster was the rapturing of the entirety of Earth aside was from these people. Armageddon. Armageddon. Apocalypse. Is this disaster. <laughs> Ragnarok. Whatever you want to call it. Sure, sure, sure. I like that. All right. Very good. All right. I accept it into BNL lore. <laughs> you have been sanctified by me. Uh, let's go ahead and get to reviewing Te this song. Absolvo. Uh, okay, so uh, we, as always, review this song on a scale of bare naked to fully clothed. The more bare naked this song is, the better it is. The more clothes it's wearing, the worse. We're going to give our guests some time to think. Evan, as usual, we will start with you. How bare naked is this song? This song, to me, is I don't know if they exist anymore. I'm sure they do, but like a phone sex line mm-hmm. where you're like, you call in and they answer uh-huh. and you're just talking to the person on the other line and you're like, what are you wearing? They're like, oh, just underwear, just whatever, just my bra and panties, just yeah. my just my boxer shorts, just my nipple clamps, <laughs> just the caps on my teeth, <laughs> an autographed uh, <laughs> baseball cap. You didn't feel like you had enough specifics there? <laughs> yeah. All right, keep going. So, so you're asking them like, oh, oh, what are you doing now? I'm taking off my autographed baseball cap, <laughs> taking off my gold necklace. So this song is stripping for me over the phone, but I don't know for sure. Like, uh, okay. So, so this song is naked to me. Okay. Like, but it's not really naked. It's probably just sitting in like a cubicle somewhere, wearing a uh, comfortable like set, of, like a comfortable pants and a comfortable sweatshirt, like its boyfriend's sweatshirt. So. Wait, so this is a f- this is like a fake naked? Yeah, <laughs> a fake song. This is faked. It. Yeah. <laughs> Because it's fake. Because it's like when I hear the song, 
when I back in the I, lo- I loved it. It's a good song. And yeah. it, it did. I mean, I'll be honest. It did appeal to me, like the, like the commitment issue, the commitment aspects of it. Like, hey, you know, sure. you fuck up, but that's okay. I love you. I'm still gonna forgive you, and yeah. you know, we're gonna rebuild this relationship because we we, be- we both believe in this, no matter what the hell we've done to each other. So that appeals to me. But then if I were to like be a bad person and like take a Uber or a Lyft down to the place where then track down this phone operator. I'd see that they were just in a sweatshirt and pants. They're not really committed to this relationship. Okay. Obviously. Why did you take an Uber there? You can drive. Mm. Okay. <laughs> not my business. All right. Yeah. Fair. All right. Interesting. You don't ask me what I'm doing here. Mine is, uh, I have a, an acquaintance, right? Not even a friend. And he says, Hey, what's his name? Uh, gang, gangathy, gangathy. I call him gangy for short. Okay. <laughs> he's my grandma. Hey, gang. Wait. Uh, <laughs> so he's uh he he lives. He's my acquaintance. He lives like an inconvenient amount of time away, like twenty five minutes, right? And he says, "Hey, will you come to my birthday party this year?" And I know he doesn't have any friends. Wait, twenty five minutes away is an inconvenient. I amount mean, of time maybe half you? an hour away, right? <laughs> like somewhere where it's like I can't like jaunt over there and jaunt back, right? 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 So so it's I, like an hour round trip, right? Sure. And I say, sure. Uh, yeah, I'll come. I'll come. I'll bring. So I get up the party starts at like 9 p.m it's like some i don't know a late dinner or something but it's at his house so i'm driving out there and it's dark and i've never been to his house because he's just my acquaintance mm-hmm. and i i I'm, my google maps is like screwing up a little he's bit he's an acquaintance but you have a nickname for him no well i mean gangathy and gangy i mean i wouldn't call timothy timothy i'd call him tim anyway unimportant <laughs> so i'm driving and i'm in this neighborhood and it's dark but then I like I pass a house and then I pass another house that looks exactly the same Uh-oh. and I realize this is fucked up this is weird and then I just see a man standing by the edge of the road and I'm scared so I keep driving I don't even look at him don't make eye contact don't slow my car down but then I pass him again on the next block <laughs> and I realize he's wearing a leather jacket but I think that's all he's wearing. <laughs> but there are so many of him. And then like a flip book, I speed up to try and get away from him. But I just see him faster and faster as he starts to slowly open his leather jacket. More and more copies of him. And I see that underneath, he is pretty nude. He's totally nude underneath. <laughs> so we have a multi-dimensional lecherous flasher wearing a leather duster was jacket. Was no, I never got to his house. I died in transit. <laughs> oh, he killed, they killed you? <laughs> yeah, they killed me. Oh, that's, that's terrible. Uh, Eugene, wow. what is your rating for this song? Wait, so, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. <laughs> yes? So, are all of these, so basically you guys are saying this is a good song. Yeah, I think it's. I think we both yeah, agree. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. We both agree that we like the song okay, more good. or less. Because I think the multiple one means that it's the best song, because there's so many <laughs> Oh, shoot. Yeah, I didn't think about that. But no, it's oh, okay. uh, it's it's one person. He's just extra dimensional. But he's still got a leather jacket got on, it. so he's still, wear, he's still got yeah. his arms covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still yeah, got yeah, the yeah. places where it flaps sure. over exactly. his, his little leggies. Um, I would put this song, uh, now, I, would, I have two answers. Mm-hmm. I have the currently, like w- listening to it now after watching it on Ed TV sure. and all of this stuff. <laughs> I I'm currently in a, a I would say I'm currently in a, a t-shirt and shorts mm-hmm. as my review. Like it's right <laughs> it's right in. It's right in the middle. <laughs> right. I'm not offended by it any I'm not like I'm not that excited about it. I'm not offended sure. by You're it. You're not gonna go tank it's top. Pretty, sure, sure. <laughs> right. But it does remind me of back in the day, I would say for me, this song was like 
Winnie the Poohish for me. Okay, it was Donald Duck in it a little bit. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I, I would actually, I would say it was closer to Donald Duck. I'd wear a hat, oh, okay. <laughs> a, a sailor hat, a, a like a neckerchief, uh-huh. and and a shirt, a shirt and like a button-down shirt. Right. Not just a T-shirt. It's not that good <laughs> that I would just be in a T-shirt. Right. And if like the right breeze or the a small enough tree, <laughs> it would fall off. You know what sure. I mean? Like if I was going for like honey and it was a small enough tree, my shirt comes off and then I'm completely naked. Right, right. No, I'm closer to like Donald Duck where you have to piss me off first so the hat comes off and then other things Roll happen. Sleeves. Sure, but yeah, but all the the yeah. important parts are out there. I mean, we can. What's the point of having a shirt on? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. All right. The important parts are out there, but like I'm still. F- pretty flashy when it comes with the sh- the clothes i have on no pun intended sure absolutely yeah. okay all right that's i think you've you've gamed this system you exactly you that was the perfect rating i love it absolutely winnie the pooh oh, is exactly right uh eugene cordero thank you so much for being on our dumb little cast we really yeah, appreciate it so uh, what are you plugging what do you have coming up um i mean as usual like the the dumbbells podcast is a Fun one yeah. that we keep doing, and uh, we're part uh, excited to you know go into this year and do some more. Right. Um, and then uh, yeah, watch uh, Black Monday. It's a Showtime show that's out soon. Don Cheadle show. Cool. That um, is going to be out, and then in the spring, like I think late March ish, um, okay. I'm on this uh, new show called uh, Tacoma FD, oh. which is uh, uh Kevin Heffernan and Steve Lemmy from uh, Broken Lizard, Super Troopers. Aww. And they have like a, a new um, fireman show that I'm on. Oh. So, yeah, that'll be on True TV in the spring. And uh, and I, w- I, I would love if everybody watched it because it was my favorite. Well, you are going to have the biggest will. BNL contingent watching that show. <laughs> right. <laughs> For right. whatever that matters. <laughs> yeah. So thank you Great. so much, Eugene. We're so happy to have you on. Sure. Yeah, See thank you later, so much. man. Thanks. Hey, Evan. Hey there. How you doing today, pal? I am as uh, inside out as I've ever been. <laughs> I think you've used that one before weirdly. I remember talking about Inside Out Boy and Nickelodeon and... I don't think I used that as a particular... You're always inside out with me. Yeah. I feel like it... it showing you my inner reaches <laughs> oh boy as you oh plumb boy. the depths of my psyche this, uh you come to know me better this show and has gotten dark lately is it yeah i'm always plumbing depths or some <laughs> shit i feel like that's really <laughs> yeah dude really i feel like i mean this is just basically talk therapy for both of us right yeah, it is. i mean we're sort of acting as each other's psychologian that's true it's true. It's good to get two damaged people in a room and just have them talk <laughs> through their problems. I don't know. I'm not that damaged. Neither am I, actually. I'm very yeah, happy every I think, day. I think, yeah. We're both two well-adjusted people. <laughs> that sucks. <laughs> that does suck. I wish we had more, more issues. I wish we had more issues. <laughs> nope. Nope. Never. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah. okay. We're all right. We're all right? And we feel okay. for people who do have issues. And if we did have issues, we would never mention them. On a, on a Bare Naked Ladies podcast? <laughs> yeah, that would be the worst place to do it, I think, too. I think we both have issues. I don't think they're serious issues, though. Uh, so it's fine. That's yeah. fine. It's okay. What do you think your biggest issue is? Mm, my I've talked about it on the cast before, is tying my self-worth to my production of writing. Yes. So when I'm not writing, I am super depressed. Yes. And when I am, I am feeling real good. Yeah. But writing itself is sort of a manic depressive, like... <laughs> Uh, endeavor. So, are you working on anything right now? I am right in the middle of the story, and I 
every night when I finish and I'm feeling good. So I'm like skipping days now so uh -huh. I can like keep the high. Because <laughs> I know when I finish it, I'm going to have to come up with another one. <laughs> What's your biggest issue? Uh... Spider-Man 300. I have it. Spider-Man 300. Is that the one where uh, Spider-Man and the rest of his Spider-Boys have to hold the Pass of Thermopylae against the uh, Avengers? That is correct. <laughs> Spider-Man is fighting the Avengers, who are led by King Triton. King Triton. Yum. He is so angry at the Bosporus that he had his slaves whip the water that is to correct. show it who is boss. And, fun trivia, that is now Iran. <laughs> so... Have you ever gotten, like... I, I, we've talked about giving uh, personalities and attributing sort of uh, anthropo anthropomorphic qualities to objects before. Have you ever like threatened objects? Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Like, oh my God. I once bit a PlayStation controller in half. Have <laughs> <laughs> I never mentioned this on the podcast? No. Oh, that was Please during, go on. Uh, uh, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey. Uh -huh. And uh, it is a, a PS1 puzzle game and I was probably about 14 years old. I think it's pronounced... Old. One. <laughs> uh, I was very upset. You don't with have it. to say it soft. You don't have to say the one soft. Oh, okay. Psst, one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say it loud. It's a capital one. All right. What's a lowercase one look like? <laughs> like a like the bottom half of an eye, but with no dot over it. <laughs> okay. I wish we did have lowercase numbers now. <laughs> Just the first number in a in an equation is capitalized. It's capitalized, and the rest of the numbers are majuscule. I have a friend who, and I've never asked her why, but whenever she types a number, she always types zeros as the letter O. And I'm not sure. I don't think her keyboard is fucked up. I've seen her type zeros before. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. Are you calling her out on the podcast? She doesn't listen to the podcast. Okay. There's zero chance she listens to the podcast. Uh, Stephanie, if you're listening, please email it's all been done podcast at gmail.com and tell me why you use O's as zeros. I've never had the guts to ask you, but now that I have legions of fans behind me, I can finally <laughs> ask you what the fucking deal is. Maybe it's like a leftover from password stuff where you're supposed to mix numbers and letters. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I think I think she might just be trying to look cool. And it does look cool. I'm jealous is the reason I'm bringing it up. Yeah. I'm going to start doing it myself. You should just use uh, uh, exclamation points instead of ones. Ah, oh, shit. That's a capital one. Do you think a capital is just whatever number when you hold shift and press it? So the capital one is an exclamation point. Capital two is an at sign. Four is a hashtag. Uh, capital four is a dollar sign. Three is a hashtag, oh, you fool. I glanced over at my uh, Yeah, that's I'm, from now on, a dollar sign is a capital four to me in my brain. Right, we've just come up with a code on this podcast right now. <laughs> if it's I ever like have to write Enigma the number. code. No one's ever going to break this. <laughs> If after ever have to write the number four million dollars, it's gonna start with a capital four. If it starts the it's number, be... it's a capital. So it's gonna be very confusing for me to write dollar sign comma zero 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 comma zero zero. Or just dollar sign comma uh end end bracket end bracket end bracket end bracket. Isn't that isn't that what's over zero? Uh over zero. Yeah, oh yeah, the end parentheses. Yeah. Parentheses. Yeah. Yeah. Well you don't capitalize every number. A uh, million dollars, you're gonna capitalize that shit. Man, if I had a million dollars. If I had a dollar sign and comma and comma <laughs> I'd be rich. You know who else is rich? I forgot to bring up my copy. As always. Hey, it's Squatch Monsters. Oh, God. <laughs> you know. My favorite. They're my favorite to some, advertise. Some say it's a scripty, rednecky hello from the Magic Tavern. Others say other things, but don't listen to them. Wait. <laughs> so they don't listen to the people who are talking. If you say. You got to get really better at reading this ad copy. No, hold up. Squatch Monsters. Some say it's a scripted, rednecky hello from the Magic Tavern. Others say other things, but don't listen to them. 
if anyone says anything but the fact that it's Ace Redneck, Hello from the Magic Tavern, fuck those people. Do not listen to them. Or they could be, because there's no commas in that sentence, they could be not listening to actually Squanch Smackers. I'm sorry, others say other things, comma, but don't listen oh. to them. Well, there you go. I paused. Uh, it was a natural did pause. Did not sound like a pause to me, my bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not a professional writer, Evan Dickin. Well, I'm, a, I'm not a professional reader. Oh, shit, he's right. <laughs> All right. If you like your hijinks wacky and your sass extra sassy, then listen in as the simple podcast within a podcast about a paranormal investigator working out of a t-shirt kiosk in a rundown mall evolves into the tale of a Bigfoot hunter, a vampire, a killbot, and Elvis the Necromancer on the run from various nefarious... Various nefarious... It doesn't say various, but I added it in in my brain. Oh, that's great. That's yeah. good. That's good reading. This is a long-ass sentence. Various nefarious government forces and random cryptids in an various. enormous underground series of catacombs. I'm going to read that whole sentence. Okay. Are you ready? Various like nefarious <laughs> precarious. <laughs> if you like Hilarious. Your uh, Bear-ass-serious. hank <laughs> If you like your hijinks wacky and your sass extra sassy, then listen as the simple podcast within a podcast about a paranormal investigator working out of a t-shirt kiosk in a rundown mall of all's into the tale of a Bigfoot hunter, a vampire, a killbot, and Elvis the Necromancer on the run from nefarious government forces and random cryptids in an enormous underground series of catacombs. Jesus that was a long, Christ. That was a long sentence, but it made it sense. It checks out. Like, there weren't like dangling clauses in there. No, it all, okay. yeah, it's fine. It all checks out. It was. It's less confusing than the first sentence of that ad. And it's much less me. confusing than the the uh, underground program loves loves lost in the decay SS30, which is my favorite thing to read. They just changed a bunch of our copy for quarter one of 2019, so yeah. I'm scared that that's gone. Oh, well. I hope it's not. We can always add it in. We can. The excellent... Somebody at the New York Times, probably, if they've heard the show. Second season of Squanch Monsters continues. Please support the show and others at patreon.com slash IABD. One more time, that Squanch... I have to actually give the real name of the podcast, or else nobody's going to know what the fuck it is. Squash Smashers. Squa Squatch Smashers. They made this really hard for me. I made it hard for myself, let's be honest. Squatch Smashers. Squatch Smashers. Squatch Smashers. You say Squatch, I say Smasher. Squatch Smasher. Squanch. Squancher. <laughs> Uh-oh. We done did it. Bye. We're back with more It's All Been Done, a bare naked ladies caps. gun cap. All right, now we are going to go ahead and spin that big wheel. Let's see which segment we get. Evan, you added a bunch of new segments on here. They still have cap guns. Ones. Do cap guns still exist? I believe so. Okay. Evan, this is one of your new ones. Oh, boy. For call and answer, this one is called Some Fantastic. Change or improve the songs, characters, etc. with the addition of fantasy or science fiction elements. So... We are going to go ahead and uh, both look up the fucking uh, lyrics. lyrics to this song. <laughs> uh, okay, so what do you think? If you had to change this so that it was more fantasy or sci-fi, some mm. fantastic, how would you make it a little bit better? Call and answer. I would add some fantastical elements. Feel like we're killing time here. <laughs> Here's what I would do. Okay. I think some fantastic is no longer the story of uh, a, a woman and a man a human woman and a man. I think now we are talking about... You mean call and answer, not some fantastic. Yeah. What did I say? 
some fantastic. I did not. Okay, You're a liar. that's fine. <laughs> just buying time. Just buying time. I think some fans, I think call and answer uh, is now about uh, a human and an alien who are in a relationship together. So when okay. he says like I'll point you home, we're no longer talking <laughs> it's like e. about yeah. Oh yeah, this is the story of okay. E.T. Okay. So really, what I'm doing is the segment Everything Old Is New Again, where I score a piece of media. Uh, well, let's just make it another. Let's make it a different type of alien. So okay. like he he's pointing home. Okay, but also like the what what sort of crazy messed up things. Oh, what an alien, alien do? do? Like eat cats? Are we like our alpha? Oh here? yeah! What if this is every pop culture alien <laughs> all rolled into one? Yeah, okay. So yeah, those crazy messed up things that you do are eating cats. Eating cats. Uh, they are um, making, uh, making your dick glow. <laughs> Who made them? Does that ET? No, ET makes his fingers glow. I imagine he can make any appendage glow. Why? And how often do you imagine that? Every day. And because, <laughs> before I go to bed. Because it's, I imagine it evolved as some sort of like a. Um, yeah, what is the... This is getting real creepy in my head because if it's like some sort of like mating ritual or something, his his like moment with Elliot where he just keeps touching him with his finger. No, he was trying to mate with Elliot? Maybe his... Well, he was trying to come on to Elliot. Oh, Jesus. So does he think... Mm. Like, doesn't, doesn't he like make that noise? Doesn't his head grow like real? Like his neck gets really long yeah. or something? Oh, shit. So that's or am I just like, talking about the Atari game? That's a plumage sort of thing where mm. he's trying to make himself appear bigger to impress his... Uh... Yeah. Wow. Okay. So, yeah, this was all a sort of uh, mating dance for E.T. That's gross as fuck. Yeah, maybe maybe he actually got what he needed. He got, like, some human genetic material and got back in his little shuttle and went back home. Oh, shit. He was pulling hairs off of Elliot's brush mm. the whole time. Here's a... Can E.T. walk? Yeah, dude. Like, it's... he waddles, right? He waddles, yeah. But how he does moves. a fucking... How do they evolve like that? How does E.T. evolve? How does a penguin evolve? Like... They waddle. Yeah, but they can like, so, like swim. Oh, yeah. Well, e. like, they don't spend, well, they do spend a lot of their time Here's on the land, deal. But... On E.T.'s planet, the gravity is a lot less. So they don't waddle on their planet. He's just forced he down by gravity. Yeah, basically. <laughs> this is like being on Jupiter for us. He's almost crushed by Earth's gravity. Maybe that. Maybe on his planet, he's also like two or three feet taller. He, yes, and like he very, looks, very handsome. He looks like handsome Squidward on his planet. Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's not just, weird. He's just all of his skin are all smooshed down. Yeah, because it's saggy here, right? He's just a saggy boy on Earth. So yeah, on, 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 on planet... Uh, what the fuck is E.T.'s planet called? No one knows. Gargantua. Gargantua. Gargantua 7. Uh-huh. Uh, he's a handsome-ass uh, man. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. He's well well endowed. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Do you think their fingers are their penises on uh, E.T.'s planet? I don't know. I feel like... Let's e let's hypothesize. How they, how they reproduce? Yeah. So they just like jive, they jive hands for a little bit. And then, uh, <laughs> he little... was naked. We would have seen his daughter. I'm going to be honest. I'm, I'm like gonna be sh if it's a kids movie i bet they reproduce asexually i bet they bud or something no like that. no that we never saw the mating in the movie but i think that the screenwriter had it in his head there is a canon that we never got to know about how et fucks and we <laughs> we gotta get to you the know i wonder what sort of fan fiction's out there <gasps> i could look up right now no some fantastic could no. be the et slash fiction no. corner <laughs> no. No. <laughs> i like this new segment what if <gasps> what if there's i should Shut up for a second. Okay. <laughs> All right. Gonna, I'll step I'm away gonna, from the mic. I'm going to add a segment to this wheel where we just have to read Bernick and Ladies fan fiction. Do you think Bernick and Ladies fan fiction exists? No. You don't think so? Uh, no. Okay. Say your thing. I think that the fall. So fall or, sorry. I write, <laughs> I write the names wrong on my sheet. So I don't call and answer is uh, little monsters. Okay. So it's like a kid imagining uh, like he's got an imaginary friend. But his imaginary friend turns out to be real. Okay. It's a little too serious. Uh-huh. Right? So, but like this is like a like the last scene in Labyrinth sort of thing where the kid gets out 
of whatever crazy shit that's in there and he's like you know what should you need us and like the little the little fucking howie mandel blue guy is talking about oh, that that's a movie that doesn't age by the way <laughs> really don't ever i've never watch, seen it ever well don't okay it's, that's a rough that's a rough movie to get through i loved it as a kid but do not go back there Done. okay and then uh yeah so this is just him saying like hey imaginary friend i'm an adult now it's like a toy story moment like uh-huh. i'm an adult now does in toy story does the kid ever realize that the toys are no okay well then i want that to happen where the kid realizes the toys are alive okay <laughs> and then he's like you know i'm an adult now I'm not going to play with you or anything. I'm not a kid anymore. Like, you're not going to entertain me. But you know what? Like, there's still a place in my life for you. Okay. So that's this call and answer thing. Like, just don't be a fucking weirdo. Don't, like, talk about my mom's, like, breasts. And yeah. don't, like, just make weird noises and shit. Like, I've got a, I got a fucking life. Like, I have friends over right now. Don't come, like, out of the bathroom with your blue monster dick hanging out. Right. And just talk about, like, uh, 1980s. Make all the references to, like, <laughs> Vladimir Putin. Is the alien Putin. making references? Oh, this is the elf part of the alien. This isn't an alien. This is, like, a monster. This is a his imaginary monster, friend. Sure. His imaginary friend from when he was a kid. Okay, got it. Yeah. Okay, interesting. Uh, oh, so he's not an alien? Oh, he's so imaginary- I'm going to crucify you if you fuck. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> he might literally crucify him. Um, yeah. Oh, it's because it's, it's so, so bad because he has, like, total power over this guy. He does? Well, it's an imaginary friend, right? Are you talking about little monsters still? Not a call and answer. Not a call and answer. I'm okay. talking about call and answers like as a little monsters. Oh, Jesus. Okay. This is this is a fantastical element I'm at. Right, right, right. Because right. he has an imaginary friend that he's still allowing into his life, but right. also has total control over. Yeah, okay. That's terrifying. That is terrifying. That's, that's a Venganzo situation. Venganzo, yeah. That's, that's, a, Vengan- to say. that's a Venganzi. <laughs> the, that has become like a new, like, what's the most horrifying thing I can think of? It's Venganzo. Venganzo. <laughs> locked in situation. Yeah, you're in a locked in situation. Yikes. But e- eternally. You're not a butterfly diving bell. You're going to... You're going to live there. Yeah. You're not going to die ever. Yeah. Well, I mean, do you think Venganza will survive if, like, after Geppetto dies and, like, his shop is in ruins and, like, I mean, Venganza's just made of wood. Like, he's not forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so I guess when you burn, one day it'll decay or, or something will happen Or do to you think him. he continues to live on in the ashes? Jesus Christ. And then he becomes part of the world, part of us all. Oh, well, that's kind of beautiful. Actually. We have an insane puppet that wants to murder everyone inside <laughs> us all. I you know, mean, we do. That checks out. Yeah, yeah. Can I read you something? Oh fuck no! Now this 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 ship has pairings of Kevin Hearn and Jim Cregan, and also Stephen Page and Ed Robertson. As we are reading this story, which is called "Stop Me If You've Read This Before." Um, Kevin realized Bandicoot ladies weren't going to be like any other when Finn walked up to the four of them playing euchre and said, "Okay, guys, someone needs to fuck Ed." And then Kevin watched the three other ladies look at each other as if they were deciding whose turn it was to unload the dishwasher. <laughs> Jesus Christ. This is, there are so many gay bare naked lady stories on archive of our own. And I am here for it, my friend. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, dear, dear, dear. so good. Most of them are by the same person who I think we should get on the cast as a guest. You know, actually, that's a terrible and amazing idea <laughs> do you think it would be fun to have this person on as a guest oh god that i'm gonna reach be, out to them that might be more than we bargained for <laughs> like i don't want to be exploitative though like this well, is someone we, this is someone who is a burning lady super fan right i just don't want to i don't want it to be like a situation where we're bringing them on to laugh at them sure and i've already started by laughing at yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, never mind we can't do this so, all right i well, mean this is someone who obviously spends a lot of time and cares very deeply about this yes you're so right. i don't want to i mean i want to treat them with a with a, at least a modicum of respect evan you're a better person than i am i respect i was gonna laugh but you're right this person who's imagining like 
well, somebody fucking a, a ravenous what I rabid would, and, and it would depend a lot on the person because if we like if they are in on the joke themselves and are like enjoying it because that's an ins- like that I just wonder. those two lines like so i mean we could reach out to them but again i don't want it to be like I don't want to be laughing at them. I want to be laughing with them. Sure. Okay, so I'll reach out to them. It depends on the kind of person they are. Good God. It's I, all about context, bro. I truly want to get them on the cast. Okay, sweet. We're going to reach out to them. Did we do this segment? Yeah. Did yeah, we see? did. We did Aliens. We did Little Monsters. We're did you ever see Mac and Me? No, I haven't actually. Good movie. We talked about it. Did we? Not on the cast. Okay. Bye. Great pod. <laughs> <laughs> all right. And now's the time of the episode where we take a little bit of air, Naked Males. If you could change your last name, what would you change it to? Gonko. <laughs> Snake or Gonko? Could you change your first name? What would you change it to? Gonko. <laughs> Gonko G Gonko. <laughs> Triple Gonks. Is that what this segment is? No, I just I was curious. What would you change your name to? Uh, <laughs> Gonko. <laughs> it's just such a good name. I knew it. Didn't think there was any other answer. Uh, if you have a piece of email, you can email Listeners, us. Listeners, if you wouldn't change your name to Gonko, you hashtag Gonko v. Bonko because you be Ronko. <laughs> Gonko very Bonko. Gonko v. Bonko. If you would change your name to Gonko, say Gonko Solanko to my old name. It's a very long <laughs> hashtag. Hey, let me tell you this. Again, we record these way, way, way in advance. We have somebody who's listening to the pod now for the first time because of our one week episode that just came out. And as he, we go along, he is hashtagging every hashtag we do. He's picking one of the two Jesus and adding Christ. us. I am delighted by it. It is a joy to what me. What a beautiful man. Yes. Oh, he's wonderful. Uh, yeah, I will I will shout him out right now, in fact. Uh, thank you for listening. 2019's John Barber, a.k.a. at Joba underscore dog. <laughs> what a great dude you are. You um, deserve the name Gonko. You, do, you know what? Change your name to 2019's Gonko Gonko. Gonko G Gonko. Uh, if you have a, what the fuck is happening? If you have yeah. a piece of bare naked mail for us, email us. It's all been done podcast at gmail.com. We need your Gmails. Get them to us. Give us your addresses. And home phone numbers. Give Trace us, your house key for email us. Email us your social security number. The numbers on the front of your MasterCard. Which <laughs> is fucking MasterCard. Um, here we have an email from a person named Jonathan. This is a long one. You ready for this? Jonathan. Jonathan Gonko. Jonathan Gonko. Hi, you two. Hi. Loving the podcast so far. Well, thank you, Jonathan. Only just found it today. Getting I want to make Gordon. this longer by responding to everything he says. <laughs> okay. Only just found it today. Getting through Gordon as we speak. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, bro. I'm a, Tur- I, ooh, I'm a Torontonian. I thought it was Torontan, but he says Torontonian. Hey, whatever. It's their word. Okay. I'm a Torontonian. Torontonite. And grew up hearing these guys in spite of being pretty young. 21 now, born a bit before stunt. And they've been my favorite all my life up to the split when I felt there was a real massive drop in quality and original. Hmm. Got to see them at their Toronto Christmas show two months before the breakup news hit. You could tell Stephen Page had been doing coke. His famous portly figure was slim as a rod and he was wearing skinny jeans. Still love his work to death, though. Okay, you're not going to respond to that? I mean... Because <laughs> you said you were going to respond to everything. Well, I Draw it out. don't want to put words into Stephen Page's mouth. He made some coke jokes at the uh, show we saw him he at. He did indeed. So Anyway... He may or may not. He might just have had a gastric bypass, gastric bypass <laughs> surgery. He might have just been uh, working out. You're you know? too nice. It's not necessarily a drug addiction. I wanted to know what you guys thought might be a cool follow-up for the podcast a few years down the line. Is it looking at beloved Canadian musicians only known for basically one song outside of the U.S.? Because you could branch out to Doug and the Slugs, Canadian known but very small with a similar lighthearted feel to BNL. Uh-huh. The Tragically Hip. 
Famously, yeah. Canada's band with a fantastic history and even more densely packed obscure lyrical Canadiana, known for only known only for Ahead by a Century outside Canada, despite being one of their smaller hits here. Or were you folks thinking of looking at more lighthearted comedy pop rock bands with less of a focus on country of origin, or perhaps just smaller foreign music catalogs in general? I know this is probably a BNL centric one-off thing, but I love hearing you guys struggle to process all the Canadian material. <laughs> Thanks, CanCon laws, and would adore you two analyzing the more esoteric and musically diverse slash unique work of the tragically hip, especially considering it's barely followable to Canadian listeners. Oh wow, Jesus! <laughs> Just likes to watch us struggle. <laughs> he likes to watch us like flies on like a fish watching a fly on the surface of a pond. <laughs> what the fuck is that a common phrase? No, I just was describing. <laughs> That's I was beautiful. Using a simile. Sad. I was just that using is a tragically simile. hip. I'm excited to see where this podcast goes and I'm loving it so far and even enjoy your points and arguments when I disagree with you on liking or disliking a song which is actually a sign of well-articulated and justified criticism. <laughs> also, please do a double bill feature when you get to 2009, the 2009 split comparing You Ran Away to A New Shore. It was a strong early indicator of where BNL and Pages styles and quality diverged. Hmm. Best wishes. Certainly. Sorry for the overly long email that I now realize reads as though I'm just requesting things from you and hope to make it through your backlog by next week to follow Stunt in real time sincerely jonathan that wasn't a question yes it was it was uh oh what, what were you guys okay. what's a, a cool follow-up for this podcast down the line well i have my ideas but they've been shot down one by one i i think like ducks <laughs> in a gun range here's the deal our follow-up to this podcast episode suicide i think mutual i mean aren't <laughs> yeah. we just going to yeah, end murder, it all murder suicide <laughs> murder yeah. suicide well here something i have considered is like Say we do finish this podcast and move on, and we're like ten episodes neck deep in a new pod, uh-huh. and then the then BNL puts out a new fucking album. Oh what? shit! Then because there's still a band, right? Oh fuck! Uh, boy, oh boy, I guess. Boy, oh boy, we have to come out of fucking retirement and yeah. review the whole goddamn thing. But we can't stop our new podcast. We have to do oh, both at once. No. And then after we're done, I mean, let's be honest. Two dads feeling bad is our new <laughs> podcast. <laughs> let's be honest. Our cast after this is they might be casting, right? Come on. <laughs> it's not. You got yours. Give me mine. Can we do okay. my podcast? All right. What do you want? But your, here's the problem with your podcast. It's indefinite. Yeah. Until we get tired of it. <laughs> oh, so we'll stop. I mean, we're already tired of this, right? Yeah. Okay. So, so your new podcast is going to be 25 episodes long. If yeah, that. It could be. I mean, we might be, uh, we might, this might be the big thing where we can't, we can't stop doing it. Well, that's even worse if we find something and then start hating it and we can't stop because it's big. Well, that's that's everyone's uh, character arc, right? You either become a villain or you <laughs> die. Live long <laughs> to see yourself a hero? Well, that's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll come all the way back around. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we floated uh, your childhood's end. Yes. But here's the thing. Do I have 20 things from my childhood I could reexamine? I guess. Probably. And we, but then, the thing uh, is, we can bring on guests and examine stuff from their that's childhood. That's true. But uh, yeah, I feel like by episode 30, I would be like, I don't know, Muppet Babies. And we'd be like, all right, let's watch it. Even though I wasn't that into it. I was really into Muppet Babies. I'd be like, let's watch Our Real Monsters, I, I guess. Mean, we, could put a, we could put a horizon on it. We could say 10 episodes. It'll be a 20-episode show. A miniseries. A miniseries. <laughs> okay. While we think of a new, while we find another obscure Canadian <laughs> man to... Uh, I think in the well, end... While we ramp up our trash cast, pa- <laughs> hip, hip men... Uh, tra- oh, what is a good tragically hip podcast name? Uh, you know how bad I am on the spot. Magically hip, tragically dip. Uh, <laughs> I can't. I'd have to think about that for a while. Tragically hip replacement because we're gonna be so old we by the time we very finish. Very much will be, yeah. Because yeah. again, this one's gonna take us three years. Mm-hmm. If I, dude, I feel like we aren't gonna finish this podcast. 
Do you know that Bare Naked Ladies are working on another album right now? Oh, Ed put out a tweet hell. the other day. Yes, motherfucker, <laughs> we're gonna be stuck forever. Yes, we are. But I think we're, we we're do doing it faster so now, than they're doing it. Yeah, I feel like we're in a race now. Yeah, well, they aren't putting out an album every like, four months, but that's how quickly we're finishing it. <sighs> Fuck you, Bare Naked Ladies. <laughs> Why don't you race with this beer now? Come on. Put out a new song. Come, Come on. at us, Come bro. Out studio albums. We don't care about your singles. <laughs> um, yeah, so Besides, I... Besides, <laughs> no way. <laughs> Be sad. No way. Um, I feel... Oh, so here's our leg up on... A-sides only. Our, our leg up on Bare Naked ABCs. What the fuck are they going to do when Bare Naked Ladies release a new album? Oh, jeez. They're fucked. Yeah, they're screwed. You're fucked, guys. Sorry, Tracy. Yeah, I really respect your uh, scholarship, but damn. Yeah. You done messed yourself Worked up. yourself into it. Well, they could uh, befriend Bare Naked Ladies and then make them all name their new songs after <laughs> letters. you got to start at the T's. <laughs> please, please. I'm begging you. Well, they're only at the C's right now. Good for them. Yeah. So... so no A songs, no B songs, no, no C songs. Oh, God. What if the Bare Naked Ladies knew about their podcast and all the tracks were just A's and B's? <laughs> just like big boy song. Adam's big time. <laughs> that would really amuse me. <laughs> Just have a have a famous band screwing with like a obscure podcast. But here's the other twist: mm. is that the album is named "This One Comes Before Gordon," <laughs> so it fucks <laughs> us both over. <laughs> I don't think we care. <laughs> yeah, it's true. We'll do release order. So fuck you, Ed Roberts. <laughs> you thought you could pull one over on us? You can't beat us. So Jonathan, uh, we've tossed some ideas around. Yeah. We have talked about they might be casting, uh, yeah, which we're not gonna do. I don't. Well, think. maybe. I mean, uh, that would be a. That would be the rest of our lives. Yeah, it certainly would. Because the OV Giants have had, like, probably 20 albums at this point, mm -hmm. right? And they're they're all full length. Uh, yeah, I don't know. What else can we do? What else do we mutually have enough love about that we could do a podcast about? I mean, we could do, if we wanted to just stick with the Canadian theme, we could do the Canadian bands that have, the, the one-hit wonders, but just do the single that they're famous for in the U.S. So, Alanis Morissette, we could do... She's got a ton of singles, though. But they're all from Jagged Little Pill. Yeah. So we're just doing one album. We're, okay. doing their, we're doing their breakout album in the United States. <laughs> okay. I like that. Uh, oh, crossing I, the border. I kind of hate that now that I think about it. That's, well, that's okay. What else can we do? You're allowed to know. hate on all my... See, like I said, I come no, up with ideas and then Saker just shoots them down I one after another in exchange for a dumb idea. <laughs> what if... We've talked about first and last where you watch the first and last episode of something and then we talk about what the show was about. <laughs> that's kind of fun. Yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Shoot it down. I invite you. That seems like it'd be a rough show, and you know how good I am on the spot. Yeah, okay, that's true. Uh, oh, Evan's anime reviews. We talked about that before as well. Okay. We've talked about IABD and D. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Where we get all the squanch monsters on this show and run to oh, the session squanch for them. Monsters. And then Marianne and her buddies. Marianne. And then... Uh, we'll just break through the entire iabdpresents.com.net.org. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, okay, and... No way. That is the end of our episode. We did it, Ev. Yet another one. We called. You answered, answered. the call. That's it. Um, if you want to review us, you can review us on iTunes. We do have a review that I can read here. Okay. We have a review here. A five-star review, what? I might say, from Paige. Whose grandma is it reviewing? Paige, a.k.a. Stephen Page? <laughs> P-A-I-G-E, oh. which is obviously Stephen Page under a pseudonym, a.k.a. XX underscore Headshot Lord underscore XX. <laughs> great name. That is a great name. The title for headshot this. Headshot Lord. <laughs> the title for this. Wait, Headshot Lord is in like... 
you're in a video game and you're really good at shooting heads no, 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 or no, no. you're really good yes, at you have, you have amu- amazing like glamour shots <laughs> yes. okay that's what i'm gonna pages glamour shots are amazing mm. uh the title of this review is i invented a segment <clears throat> oh let's add it to the wheel i will i like everything about this show but my favorite part is the segment i made up it's called the partner puzzle I know nothing about the person that Evan is in a relationship with, Uh except that they have a kid together, and I love hearing about them. I've heard any assortment of pronouns used for them, but it's cool either way. Is Evan gay? Bye? Just an ally? Who cares? Love this fella. Love hearing about both of their partners and their children. It's 6 a.m., and I need to sleep now. Thanks for making this show. Thank you, Headshot Lord. I was... I could tell you the truth, but you know what? I don't want to ruin the magic for you. So I'll keep keep my partner to be a... uh, uh, non-denominational <laughs> person <laughs> and of indescribable beauty. A, uh, what is it? Fucking, I hate when I can't remember vocabulary words. I was about to say semantic. What is it called when you're not re- religiously denominated? This is a... Unitarian? Non-denominational. <sighs> a non-denomin- show that is, uh, oh my God, has nothing to do with religion. It's semantic. <laughs> what? Agnostic? Nope. <laughs> you keep saying words. Atheist? Sterile. What? <laughs> okay. You've broken Saker, headshot lord. He's done. Secular, Secular. is the word I'm okay. thinking of. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So why, why was I even saying that word? Yeah, I don't know. Oh, this your is partner a secular is show. secular. My partner <laughs> is secular. Gender secular. <laughs> Is that right? That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> um, Paige, thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We thank appreciate you for the it. question or the comment. And thank you for I the review. I love how quickly that review fell apart at the end when they're talking. They're like, it's 6 a.m. Good night. Bye. <laughs> well, it's uh, basically that was a meta meta commentary on our show. Yeah, I feel like that's how quickly how, how quickly we uh, unravel. Each of our episodes end. Right? One by one. You can get with us on Facebook. It's all been done. A Bare Naked Ladies podcast. You can get with us on Twitter at Bin Done Pod. We love hearing from you. We love calling you out <laughs> in public. <laughs> um, you can get with us on the BNL message boards. Mm-hmm. Our, Our name on there is All the Guys <laughs> underscore Headshot Lord. <laughs> uh, yeah, check us out uh, anywhere you find great content iTunes, Stitcher. Anywhere you find bad content. Yeah, anywhere you find bad content, we're there. Yeah. Um, Ev, what are you plugging this week? Oh, I'm plugging the Doog. You are plugging Doogie Hauser MD. You know it. That's our podcast. Jesus. Plugging the Doog. <laughs> A Doogie Hauser fan cast. How's how's it going? A Doogie Hauser fan cast. What? MD stands what? for many dicks. A Doogie Hauser <laughs> fan cast. Why? Why? Why what? Why are we doing this? <laughs> Why are we doing this? A Doogie Hauser We get Steve Coogan on an episode. We call it Coogan the Doogan. That's it. That's the new cast. We figured it out. I feel like Neil Patrick Harris would actually come on to a Doogie Hauser fan cast. I think he's a very busy man. Right, but I mean, a half hour of his time. That's true. Okay, let's get him on. Hell, I'll email him for this cast. Him and the person who wrote all those BNL slash fans. He might be really into it. I doubt it. He barely Mm. had time for comedy bang bang. Uh, No one knows. Okay. Ev? Yes, Saker. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you for being here. Have a good week. You also have one good week. Is that the sign off? (laughs) Yeah, you're just having one. After that, we'll see you again in one good week. Seven days.